afternoon, everybody. Welcome to Lunch Plus. We have another amazing day for you guys. Why are you laughing? I'm yeah. gonna because <laughs> you're yeah. Did you guys hear? <laughs> did you hear, buddy? Uh, just like five seconds ago, talking. <laughs> um, but anyway, it's a live broadcast, and you get to you get to feel the room sometimes of who's in here and everything. So we have an awesome broadcast for you today. We'll show you what's coming up. What's coming up, guys? The first thing, well, right now we have family chat, and then we have Bible trivia where you get to earn money, and you don't have to just, you, you can win more than one gift card, which is pretty epic. We've had people win like several gift cards before, which is awesome, and then it's a five-second challenge, which is very exciting and quick-paced, and you don't know exactly what's going to happen, so that's exciting. Then we have confessions. And then top 10, it's gonna be awesome. And then the word, can we know, can we have a hint about what the top 10 is about? Yeah, breakfast. Breakfast, okay, right there, there it is, with oh, breakfast. I'm locked in now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So it's, it's the, what's your top 10 breakfast foods? That's exciting. <laughs> Sausage and bacon are, are my top 10. Yeah, yeah, so we wanna know, like during that segment, comment and let us know if you agree with her breakfast choices, if you like them, how it is. But anyway, we are gonna jump into our questions for today. So comment away, that rhymes. <laughs> also, reminder, if you are the hundredth comment, you get a gift card. So like, comment a bunch, not like the alphabet, like A, B, C, D, not like that. But like, comment a ton, because then that gives you the uh, that gives you the advantage to be the winner right. today. Right, greater greater chances, greater opportunities yes. to be that 100th commenter. Yes, that's gonna be I'll, awesome. Yes. So let's get our first question of the day and start commenting away. Awesome. The first question of the day: Are you Team Carabas or Team Olive Garden? Team Carabas or Team Olive Garden? That's How do you like your Italian? That's a How very do you take your pasta? Question. <laughs> That's very specific. Interesting. Yeah, it's really good. Um, Caraba, Carabas is only in like highly populated areas. I feel like like Florida and places like that. Like I've only had it in Carabas in Carabas. I've only had it in Florida and a couple other places. But I feel like um, Olive Garden is in more places. Olive Garden is definitely more places. For me, that means Olive Garden is more like McDonald's. Ooh. Olive Garden is the, <laughs> is the casual dining McDonald's, okay? Uh, versus Carrabba's, to me, personally, Carrabba's is a little bit Fancier. of a higher level. Yeah, what are they, don't they have like this, like you take, like you, ta you order a meal and you get to like take one home or something? Magianos. Magianos. Mm. Oh, what? Which one is which? What's the difference between Carabas and Maggiano's? Oh, okay. Uh, apparent, I'm hearing that Maggiano's is the highest caliber. Then it's Carabas. Then it's Olive Garden. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know if I've been to Carabas. Then maybe I'm thinking of Maggiano's. Yeah. Interesting. Have you guys been there? Which one do you like? Do you like Carabas or Olive Garden? I think I definitely prefer Carabas. However, Olive Garden does have a really nice menu. They've got some really cool stuff. They've got this. Um, Braised beef and, and uh, portobello mushroom, that rocks. Kevin yeah. Buck, you with me? Well, one thing about Olive Garden is, because there are more, you could say that they're more popular and they're better in that way. You could say that, but then you'd be wrong. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, no, because that, in, the, in the same way you could say, well, 
there's more McDonald's, so they must be better. That's <laughs> well, absolutely incorrect. Well, they're better at marketing. Incorrect. Yeah. Right. Okay, Johnny says Carrabba's. Yeah. Dixie Bell says, love Olive Gardens. Mm. Barrett says, however, I don't know her comment went away. I can't see it anymore. <laughs> it was, I'm sure it was great. Um, Priscilla said, I used to like Olive Garden till my last experience. Oh, that sounds bad. Um, You'll have to tell us about that. Yeah. Yeah. Abby. Hi, Abby. Abby says, I like the pepperoni, pepperoni peppers from Olive Garden salad. Oh, the pepperoni. Yes. Yeah. Those are really I good. I always thought those were jalapeno peppers. Yeah, always. But they weren't. So I'd be eating them and I'm like, I'm eating a jalapeno pepper. But really, I was eating a pepperoni pepper, which is not, not as bad. So right. I don't know if I've ever actually had a jalapeno pepper because I think every time I've thought it, it was really just a pepperoni pepper. Okay, yeah, yeah. So there's a huge I need difference. To have one. So Barrett, what Barrett said was, however, I'm not gonna knock unlimited bread and salad. Absolutely, yeah. unlimited bread and salad. And you can't, you can't soup. lose. You could totally make a meal of that. And yeah. there's soup. There's soup. Buddy is and so I are good. throwing down over here. Buddy is blaspheming Olive Garden breadsticks. <gasps> yeah. For shame, what? buddy. What? You don't like them? What did he say? Olive Garden's breadsticks taste like nothing. What? I feel like they used to be better. I don't know if they got like a little healthier, but I do feel like, like I remember loving them and then one day I was like, Meh. I feel yeah. like they might have gotten a little less good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Abby said pepperoncini, not pepperoni. Crazy autocorrect. I feel like it's a pretty pretty even balance. I think folks... A lot of folks like Carabas, a lot of folks like Olive Garden. I'm, I'm Carabas, but honestly, I prefer macaroni grill. Um, have oh, you ever had... I like that you can write on the tables. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> All right. So, moving on. Next question. Are you team sweet or team sour? This is kind of a play on from yesterday, sweet and salty, but uh, not quite the same. Yeah. What do you think? Um, I feel like, I, I don't think, like, I would be really surprised if people are team sour. Yeah. yeah. Like, it, it, I don't feel like it's comparable. Right. It's, it's like, yeah, I like it, but like forever? Right. Okay, okay, we right. get it. we're getting a team sour. So Abby's saying team sour. Yeah. Uh, Vera said sour is awful, so those yeah. are very different yeah. uh, sides. Julie uh, Buck, I'm with you, Team Sweet. Yep. Priscilla said sweet over sour, but a fan of savory. Hi, Arabella from YouTube. Hello, yeah. Arabella, do you like sweet or sour? So I'm just going to go ahead and tell you, I have been, I have been warden off from anything sour since July when we put those, <laughs> what were those things? Warheads. <laughs> <The> warheads. <laughs> Those extra super sour nuclear warheads we put in our mouths, they were horrible. Oh, but he just had the same comment. But he said the same oh, he exact did? thing. He said, I've been turned off from sour since day three of Lunch Plus. Hallelujah. Buddy uh, Crabtree and me, we are on it together. Arabella says team sour. <clears throat> Abby got specific. She said sour gummy worms for the win. Oh. Those are very now, good. Yeah, I'm with her there. But you know, there's, they're, they're sweet though. Yes. And That's they're true. sour. Yes. That's, That's like true. the best of both worlds, Abigail. That's true. I Love just you, had girl. Hannah Montana in my head. <laughs> How'd that um, happen? It, you get the best of both worlds. That was Hannah Montana's theme. Because she's two people at once. <laughs> you don't know that? Why don't you know about Hannah Montana? I don't understand. Um, because I'm an adult? <laughs> Pastor said, Team Sweet. Yeah. Oh, that was very, very sweet, passionate. 
All okay. right. Bunny says they're sour, they're sweet, then they're gone. I was thinking of that too. This sour patch. Praise God. So sour I think uh, I think sweet is for the win there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. All right. Next question. Are you, oh, this is a good one. Are you team sushi or team smoked fish? Ooh, that's excellent. I am, I'm a lover of sushi and I can tell by you the look on your face, you are not. I'm team neither. <laughs> I, I've barely ever had smoked fish. <gasps> William Aldridge! Is he on? Yes! Hello! He said smoked fish by a long shot. All right. Okay. All right. Oh, no, I'm a, I'm a sushi getting, guy. Oh. All day oh, long. we're getting a lot of comments. Wow, smoked, they're coming in fast. Okay, Jade too. said, "Who is smoked fish?" Ew. Who is? Okay. Um, Betty <laughs> <laughs> said she's playing Jeopardy. <laughs> um, Arabella said neither. I'm with you, Arabella. I say neither. I I I would probably say sushi. It's it's smoked fish because it's it's. Isn't that basically what's in sushi, though? Well, you can get smoked salmon as sushi, but typically, yeah, smoked, sushi's so typically is not not cooked? cooked. Is it like cooked or like cooked lightly? It's smoked, which means there's smoked? a cooking process that has happened. I don't know what happened. smoked. Like, I don't, so you're, I've never you're seen smoke, smoked. You're like, familiar I don't with, know. You know how smoke, like, comes from fire, right? Yes. And one of the other products of fire is heat. Yes. And one of the other ways of cooking, or like the only way of cooking, is to use heat. Yes. So therefore smoke and heat go through the food, therefore the food is... Smoked. So... Cooked. <laughs> awesome. Okay! See, that's uh, systems thinking. I, 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 it still is weird to me, but okay. Very um, said <laughs> Kevin is sassy today. Oh yeah, yeah, my uh, bad. Johnny said it's like being grilled. Yeah. Okay, then why isn't it just called grilled? Because it's not on a grill. Because it's smoked. <laughs> there, you get the smoky flavor. You mean the mesquite? I'm letting it go. I'm just letting it go. I'm not going to try to figure it out on live television. We're just, right. We don't have time for that. Miss right. um, <laughs> Natalie said smoked salmon is really good. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Yeah. So are we, I, which one are we seeing more of? Smoked? I feel like we're seeing more of smoked. I'm feeling that way as well. Buddy Crabtree says he's never actually had real sushi before. He's Whoa. probably had gas station sushi or something, but never had real <laughs> right. sushi. I don't know what like, that means. Like, you've had, like, sushi where it's cooked inside? Is that what you're saying? No, I've had, like, I've had sushi. I'm just saying loud. I've had sushi that from, like, a, yeah, gas station. Okay, so he's... Like, All right, so he says he's had, he's <laughs> had sushi. I Barrett's face. <laughs> No. But he says he's had sushi from places that where you station. shouldn't be getting sushi. Did you get sick? They said it was sushi. You were fine. Okay. That was the Lord's mercy. Okay. <laughs> Barry said that was the Lord's mercy. It was uh, a Japanese gas station. <laughs> Hi, Lisa Lamb. Jade said, take Buddy to Rice and Bowl post-broadcast. Rice and Bowl? Isn't it Rollin' Bowl? Rollin' Bowl. Rollin' Bowl. Yeah, that place is really good. Yeah. Yeah. All right, cool. I'd like to go to that place too, so check it out. All right, do we have another question? Yeah. All right, one more question. All right, are you team chicken nuggets or team chicken fingers? Wow. Well, that's a good one. I feel like it's which are, are you mature in your chicken or not? Right, <laughs> like, right. I feel like that's that's the question. That's kind of it's kind of a sketchy question because you know chicken fingers is actually chicken. Like when you Break it, there is real chicken meat there. 
versus chicken nuggets, it's like compact mush that sure, was though? a chicken at one time. Are you sure they just haven't made chicken fingers look like it's chicken, but it's actually like chicken nuggets, not? I don't know. Maybe they're just deceiving us. No, no. Chicken nuggets, or chicken, chicken fingers are the same thing. What does that say? Chicken don't have nuggets or fingers? Jade? Jade! Um, William says nuggets. Also, are you saying specifically fingers, tenders, or strips? There's a difference. Whoa, that just got specific. Wow. Uh, Johnny said chicken fingers are tenderloins. We're just learning so much about food today. Um, Abby said chicken fingers, I think, unless they are shaped like dinosaurs. (laughs) Then we have to go with the dinosaurs. The only thing is, like, the homemade chicken chicken nuggets are kind of weird, though. The way they're, like, kind of mushy, like, I'm not a fan of that. Like, okay. they have to be crunchy. I don't like mushy, like, because sometimes when people make, like, the dinosaur ones at yeah. home, yeah. they're, like, they're, like, they're mushy, and right. that's gross. Right, Like, right. you don't want mushy chicken. Yeah. So, unless you're, like, seven and don't care, but, <laughs> you know, but they look like dinosaurs, so that's all that matters. Yeah, yeah. if you have a deep fryer, definitely, you need to put them in the deep fryer to give them that crispness. Um, Don't you think? I've never used a deep fryer. <laughs> oh, my word. Wow. How long have you been in the South now? You've never used a deep fryer. Uh, a year and a half. Holy cow. Oh, Baron said she's oh never used goodness. a deep fryer. Yes, I have I more people on my team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. William said dino nuggets are a gift from God. Absolutely. Awesome, yeah. awesome. Well, this has been Family Chat. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for talking food with us as we learn, as I learn about what it means to have food smoked and a deep fryer and all these things that I need to learn. So thanks for being on this learning journey with us. It's been great. It's been fun. We are moving on to Bible trivia. So get ready. Get like, make sure everything is refreshed. Like your screens are refreshed. Make sure you're on it and you're timely so that you can win a gift card. Yes, and share Share. right Right now. now. Share the broadcast. And maybe your friends can get gift cards. And then everyone will love you and be like, hey, thanks for sharing that so I could get money. You want to be a good friend? Share it so that your friends will like you. Sharing is caring. (laughs) Absolutely. We will see you in just a second. We're going on to Bible trivia. Hi guys, welcome to Lunch Plus. We have an awesome broadcast for you today. First up, we have Bible Trivia. If you're ready to win some gift cards on us, uh, you're awesome. After that, we have a five second challenge followed by confessions. After that, Barrett's gonna be giving us her top 10 breakfast foods. And I hear from a a reliable source that bacon is not number one. So if you wanna kind of Let Barrett know in the comments how disappointed you are. You can do that. After that, we have What's the Word. We're going to be continuing our 
series on how to apply faith to win. Um, now it's time for Bible trivia. There it is. All right, guys. Well, it's time for Bible trivia. Uh, here's how Bible trivia works. This is your opportunity during today's broadcast to win some free gift cards on us. The first person who sends in the right answer um, on our screen is going to receive a gift card on us. But here's how it works. All right. We're going to put up five uh, questions, five multiple choice questions on the screen. And uh, what we want you to do is, uh, for each question, we want you to put first the number of the question, followed by A, B, C, or D, whatever your answer is. That way we're able to know which question you're on and what your actual answer is, all right? So uh, in the comments, make sure you put, for, for example, if your answer for question number one is D, put one D, all right? Uh, and put that in the comments. That, that way we're able to basically be able to understand who's on what answer and what's going on. All right. And again, the per the first person to get the correct answer on our screen, it might look different on your screen, but the first one that comes to our screen is going to get the points. All right. Are you guys ready? Are you prepared? Are you pumped? Do you have your fingers ready? Are you, are you prepared? And I would like to say this. If you have not yet subscribed to our YouTube channel, the people over on YouTube are usually the ones who get the answers first. So, you know, shameless plug, make sure you go over to YouTube and, uh, and follow Brian Wright's Facebook page. Anyway, my mouth went weird. Facebook page. Um, so, now we're going to jump in to question number one for Bible trivia. Question number one for a gift card says this. Which book of the Old Testament tells of the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem? Was it A, Second Chronicles? Was it B, Ezra? Was it C, Nehemiah? Or is it D, Trump 2020? You know, building the wall. Which book of the Old Testament tells of the rebuilding of the walls of Jerusalem? Was it A, Second Chronicles, B, Ezra? I see the answers in the comments. C, Nehemiah, or D, Trump? All right, I see the right answer in the comments. Put your answers in, put your answers in. What's the correct answer? It is C, Nehemiah. That goes to Arabella Shaver over on, guess what, YouTube. Well done, Arabella. And guys, if you're on Facebook uh, and you want to subscribe to the YouTube channel, that's, that just popped up in the comments. If you want to go over there and subscribe now and watch now. Arabella, well done. That first one goes to you. I, I would just like to say Arabella is really good at this game. She's very good. Well done, Arabella. All right, let's jump into question number two. Question number two. Who was the mother of John the Baptist? Was it A, Elizabeth, B, Mary Magdalene, C, Hannah, or D, Mother Goose? Who was the mother of John the Baptist? I see the answers coming in. They're coming in quick. They're coming in fast. I see the right answer right there. All right, the correct answer is... A, Elizabeth, and once again, that goes to Arabella over on YouTube. Well done, Arabella. Wow. You're quick. Someone, some, either Arabella has really good internet, <laughs> or the Holy Ghost has given her answers real quick. I think it's the first one. All right, there's a fly. Anyway. <laughs> hey, hey now. 
All right, as long as it doesn't land on my head, I'll be good. All right, so let's jump into question number three for today's Bible trivia. Question number three, how old was Noah when the floodwaters came? Was he A, 100 years old, B, 300 year, years old, C, 600 years old, or D, 30 years old? How old was Noah when the floodwaters came? Oh, also, we just got our 100th commenter. That one goes to Johnny Shaver. Johnny Shaver, that one goes to you. All right, I see a bunch of answers coming in. I have yet to see the correct answer. All right, how old? Can you put that question back up? How old? Oh, hello. I see it now. How old? Give us the answer. It was C, 600 years. He was an old man. Uh, he was an old man, and that one goes to mom. Congratulations, mom. I am super pleased with you. Well done, mother. I, I don't know why I got really excited about that, but well done, mom. You got that one right. All right, question number four for today's Bible trivia. Who in the Bible was a red and hairy baby when he was born? Was it A, Samson, B, Esau, C, Elijah, or D, Rick Astley? <laughs> We're no strangers to love. All right, I see the answers coming in. They're coming in quick. All right, what's the correct answer? It is B, Esau. B, Esau. And that one once again goes to Arabella over on YouTube. Well done, Arabella. Well done. Good job. Someone needs to beat her like my mom did previously. <laughs> All right, uh, William put four W. W was not an option, but nice try. All right, question number five, final question for today's Bible trivia. How many layers of coverings were put over the tabernacle of Moses? This one is not an easy one. There were multiple layers of coverings on the tabernacle. Was it A1, B2, C4, <laughs> or D12? That was not intentional. How many coverings were put over the tabernacle of Moses? There were some, there were, they might have been one layer, there might have been multiple layers. You got different kinds of skins, different kinds of fabrics that was used. Ooh, am I stumping people? I'm not seeing many answers in the comments. Okay, I'm seeing some answers coming in. Seeing some answers come in. And, oh, boom, I see the correct answer. What is it? It is C4. And that one goes to Vanessa Joni Bjorkren. Well done, Joni. You just won a gift card on Bible Trivia. Well done, Joni. Well done, Arabella. Well done, Mother. I'm super pleased with all of you guys. Make sure you reach out to us. We'll make sure that we get those gift cards into your hands. Congratulations. Also, well done, Johnny, for being our 100th commenter. Now we're jumping into a time of confessions. It's going to be powerful. It's going to be awesome. So stick around. Never mind. Five seconds. Five seconds. Oh, yeah, I just skipped a whole se segment. Sorry about that. Time for five. I was wondering why everyone's like, no. <laughs> time for five-second challenge, everybody. We'll see you right there.
Hey guys, welcome to the five second challenge. I'm shrinking before your eyes, it was happening. <laughs> it's magic. No, it's just the chair levels down. Anyway, welcome to the five second challenge. We're super close today. Yes. yes. What's up, friends? Hello, man. Uh, I'm actually really close to you and really far from you, so I'm gonna even it up to make it look like I'm not biased. All right, welcome to the five second challenge. Here's how this game goes. We have uh, uh, basically, it's kind of like a taboo kind of game or password if you ever watched that, um, where you have it, one of you are going to see something and you're going to have five seconds to get the other person to guess what that item yes. is. Yes. All right. It's pretty simple, all right? Today, though, we're doing a little bit of a, we're, our, our, our um, topic mm -hmm. is going to be animals. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. All right. Yeah. So, so this is so, going to be tough. Movies was a Pretty simple, but I think this is going to be a little tough. Yeah, I so. have some confidence, though, because you and I were like on point with every single question that's really been asked this week. So okay, I feel true. like you and I are on the same wavelength. That's a good right. thing. I have confidence. All right. Okay, you ready? So, so, here, so here's what you're going to But gonna I can't have, say any of the words in the, the description or name exactly. of the okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. All right. So I'm going to give you a five-second countdown. Whenever I say go, you'll pull it up. They'll put it up on the screen for you guys watching at home. And then you'll have five seconds to get hurt. To get, you know what? Five seconds to get her to guess it. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, that's tough. I so you guys watching right now? Kevin and I are being paired up with more things lately. What do you think our team name should be? What should Team Kevin Barrett? What should that name be? Karen. Marky immediately said <laughs> Karen. So if you could come up with something better than Team Karen, please. Let us know. <laughs> yeah, please. Let's hear that. Like, yeah. That was like guttural. <laughs> yeah. Instinct. Okay, that was I'm ready. All right, ready? Ready? All right. Here we go. One, two, three. Long nose eats insects. And eater. Yep. I said uh, eat. You did say eat. But oh. I'll, I'll, I mean, it's not like there's points, so who cares? <laughs> <laughs> excellent point you make. Hey, excellent point. <laughs> All okay. right, welcome to Lunch Plus, where the games are made up and the points don't matter. All right. That just made you Drew Carey. I know, that's okay. <laughs> wow. All right. All right, you ready? Yep, I'm ready. Go. Or, 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 or. Uh, um, um, walrus. There you go. Yes. <laughs> All right, I guess. I, I don't know if I can't use sounds, but I it didn't wasn't in the rules. I didn't make a rule <laughs> that you couldn't use sounds. I love with the test. That was awesome with the test. <laughs> I couldn't think of what they were called, so I'm like, okay, I'm this just going to You this, made a seal sound I did. with the test. Yep. This just turned into awesome. charades, I guess. All I'm right. sorry. I'll so, do better no, next time. No, I no don't do That was never a rule. That was awesome. I mean, you couldn't have done better than that, so. That's what I'm thinking. Please continue to do things like this. Yes. That would be ready? great. All right, you ready? I really want to see Kevin R act, act, act R out R in the anteater. <laughs> okay, I'm ready. You have a really long tongue. <laughs> all right, all right, next, next, next one. Okay, here we go. One, two, three. Insect. Praying mantis. There you go. Boom! Well done. That was excellent. I'm sorry, this wire is getting on my nerves. Okay. I'm uh, so pleased that with that one. Good job. That was so good. <laughs> Insect. <laughs> At Insect. first, I was like, what animal looks like Buddha? <laughs> okay. You got it. All right, ready? ready? Yep. yep. Halloween black creature, small. A bat. Yes. Hey. Mm. Wow, you guys are doing very well. Barrett Nauer is awesome at this game. <laughs> Team Carrot is Well done, Team it. Carrot. Pastor likes Team Carrot, so that's that's apparently the Come name that's happening. All right. But uh, it's carrot like a dime. Is that how you spell carrot? Like a, I'm sorry. If it's, yes. 
24 carat. Done. Dang. 24 oh, carat. Oh, oh, oh. Boom. I like it. We are, that's purity. Yep. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. All right, go. <laughs> but he doesn't care. <laughs> A striped horse. Zebra. Well done. Okay. Yeah, I'm just ready now. I'm in this. Right. Go. Main food, red claws. Lobster. Yes. All right, go. Uh, um, uh, the chicken wings. Chicken wings hot. Time. Buffalo. Hot. <laughs> yeah. It's a little slow, but that, is that really it. what it yes. was? That's what it was. Yes. <laughs> Sorry, I just re I just realized for the people in the in in the sound booth, I just went rapid fire. <laughs> so well, well done, though. All right. Jade thought that we were saying Team Karen, which was funny. To her. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, Team Karen. All right, yeah, no. final one. Oh, you're going. Long neck bird giant feathers big. Uh, ostrich. Yes. <laughs> Long neck bird giant feathers big. You got it. I mean, you got yeah. it, but you know, whatever. Is either that or an MNU. <laughs> Hallelujah. Wow. Done. Okay, so. I'm so impressed. Yeah. Yeah, that, that whole buffalo. The runs. buffalo one. The buffalo was, one. With I don't know how you got that. You know what sold it? It was the. That, I don't that think it. that would have sold it for me. <laughs> I would have think chicken. Um, That's, yeah. That was my first Horse. thought. Like, what animal eats a chicken wing like that? And then I was yeah. like, no, it's we're talking about sauce. I yeah. understand. I wouldn't have gotten that. Anyway, all like, right. Well, guys, thank you for joining us for the five-second challenge. Now we're moving on to confessions. Yes. Now, now it's time for a confessions with Marky. We'll see you guys right there. Love you guys. Confessions. I am so excited to be able to be a part of this segment today. It is an honor to get to be here with you guys. So thank you for tuning in. This is one of my favorite segments because in this segment, we get to see your guys' life go up and ours. We all, all of our lives get to go up together and it's really awesome, you know. And our, our confessions are all based in the word. They're not just like, just nice things to say or whatever. They're the word, which means they are powerful. And, um, and the reason why we do them is because, you know, God created the world with his words and he created us in his image. So we create our world, so to speak, also with our words. So today, when you speak these confessions, it's not just to make us feel good and feeling good is awesome, but they are legitimately changing our lives every time we speak these with faith, which is really awesome. So today we are in confession number four. So let's put that up on the screen and get to it. So confession number four, I want you guys to say this with me, wherever you are, if you're able to say it out loud, say it out loud with me, because that's, that's where the power comes from. So let's say this together. Every weapon formed against us is exposed will not prosper and is destroyed. And let's say it one more time, and I want you to put me in there. I want you to put the word me, make it personal. Every weapon formed against me is exposed, will not prosper, and is destroyed 
in Jesus' name. And there's our confession for today. And you don't have to just say it this once. You can continue to say it throughout the day. And that is a, it's a wonderful biblical confession that you can speak over your life and your circumstances. And you will see your circumstances change with the word of God as you speak it and as you apply faith. So I'm so excited. And as you guys see these as you see your testimonies or your circumstances change, I want to hear your testimonies too. You can comment them. You can message us. You can go to what's right, what's right.com, right? Yeah, you can go to what's right.com. We want to hear from you. We want to hear how your life is going up. So thank you for joining us in Confessions today. We're going on right now to top 10, and it's Barrett's top 10 breakfast foods. I'm really excited to see what's on it. Let's see. She has... She has interesting food choices. <laughs> I, I often tease her for that, so I'm really excited to see what's on it. So see you in just a second. It's time for Top 10 with Team Carrot. I'm very pleased that there is a name. Um, as we all know, uh, who know me, I really like nicknames, so this is happening. Okay, here's what's going on. It is my Top 10 breakfast foods, and I need some stipulations with this. Like, this is not, like, the fanciest right. thing that I would enjoy making all the time. This right. is, like, normal people breakfast yeah. food like yeah. easily accessible you can go to any grocery store and make this happen um so that's that's where we're at like i marky teases me for my like really extravagant concoctions that i make <laughs> with my eggs i didn't go i didn't go that route i wanted us to bond today so hopefully i please you yes. here we go top 10 Favorite breakfast foods. As we go, tell me what your favorite breakfast food is. Let's see if it made my list. Number 10, coming in hot, is oatmeal, but specifically with blueberries. So I, I understand. I understand this is not everybody's favorite, but here's, here's the thing. When I make oatmeal, I doctor it a lot. So there's lots of cinnamon and nutmeg and blueberries. And so how I make it mm -hmm. is very good for me, but not everybody goes all out with oatmeal. So yeah, no, um, I know, I know this is going to be the most controversial. I know. No, I'm with you. No, I also enjoy preparing oatmeal. And what I do is I put uh, all that stuff that you put in it, mm -hmm. stir it up real good, yep. walk over to the trash can. And put it in the trash? Dump it. You can now just pass it to me, and I'll share it. There you go. I, William <laughs> says blueberry oatmeal is quite excellent. Yeah. Mama Chris says that she's a fan. Marky says oatmeal needs milk, so... This is, Marky, this was one of our very first debates when Marky and I got here. I've never made oatmeal with milk before. Yeah. Ever. So, I know, her face, she doesn't remember this. I remember it very vividly. We yeah. had it in the office. She looked shocked because she had forgotten. Yeah. Um, Priscilla says she likes oatmeal. I think oatmeal's a good, it's not in my top five, but it's one of my preferred. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm, I'm not a fan, but the blueberries. Yeah. yeah all day long. Yeah. Okay. So, number nine. So, that was number ten. Right. Here comes number nine. Here we go. Dun, 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 dun. Sausage. 
I, as soon as you said that bacon and sausage needed to be on, I knew that we had a chance for this to be an exciting one. I, so with sausage. Love you, Baron. I'm so pleased. I broke my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Sausage is one of those foods that I developed a later love for in life. Like, oh, wow. I didn't like it growing up, but really? I like sausage with maple syrup on it. Oh, my word. Sausage now and maple syrup. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now you're... Now, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't even see Priscilla's comment. She says sausage links for her with maple flavor. Mm. Yeah, man. Oh, do you like links or patties? Or does I, it matter? It doesn't super matter mm -hmm. as long as they're crispy. I don't want it soggy. Okay. okay. I like crispier sausage. Okay. So Chris and, or Mama Chris and William are, like Chris is just straight up no. Williams is eh. Buddy says he likes ground sausage. I like ground sausage yeah. in my scrambled eggs. Right, right, right. Or, or in your gravy. If yeah. you're a gravy fan, if you're yeah. not on, I kind of understand that. Yep. Uh, but yeah, you need to grind it up and put it in your gravy. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 So that's number nine. Here comes number eight. We're going to get through because I know some of these are going to be more interesting. Cinnamon rolls. Cinnamon rolls. Okay. So here, here's the caveat with the cinnamon rolls. I did not, there are no muffins on this list. Just a heads up. Okay. No muffins because right. when I did my desserts, I told you blueberry muffins are a dessert for me. For some reason sure. though, cinnamon rolls are not. <laughs> cinnamon rolls are breakfast food. <laughs> and I, I that's can just actually, how it works. I can see the logic in that. Yeah, yeah for all sure. Day long. Yeah. Cinnamon rolls are Christmas morning breakfasts. Oh yeah. Every, yeah, yeah. every Christmas. Yeah. Um, Buddy has praise hands in the emoji, or in the, in the emojis, in the comments. Uh, Mama Chris says that she does like sausage gravy. Are you guys cinnamon roll people? Yes. George's. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I can totally do some cinnamon roll. Hot cinnamon rolls? Mm -hmm. Oh, my word. Fall apart, melt in your mouth. Mm -hmm. Homemade cinnamon rolls. Yes. Though I will tell you, if you ever go with my husband to, what's the, what's the cinnamon roll thing that's famous in the mall that I'm not thinking of right now? Cinnabon, yeah. Oh. If we go past Cinnabon, like, it's like... It's like a cry to George's spirit. Like he somehow gets pulled there and gets like, I, I don't know what happens, but that's an anytime food for him. William says Christmas cinnamon rolls are the best. Grayson says, yes, you guys are my people. Yes. Julie says she loves them. Johnny really likes them. Cinnamon rolls are strong. Um, okay, let's just do the next one because I know it's going to be polarizing. Let's just get through because we're so unified right now. We're, we're going to come back. If I this know. is cream of wheat, I'm going to be it's very upset. It's not cream of wheat. I didn't do it. Here comes the next one. Just have faith with me. We're going to move through. Avocado is such a good breakfast food. I know I don't have Kevin's vote. I know. I know. I don't even need to look at him. I know. Avocado. So I... Um, I've done keto before. I'm back on keto right now, actually. And... Avocado for breakfast in the morning is awesome. Avocado on toast, like just mashed avocado. It is so good. Forget Grayson's with me. I at least have one. It's two or more, and I at least have one. Grayson, I love you. Grayson is, is actually still commenting about the, the cinnamon rolls. No, okay, she's not. That's a delay. No, she's not. Priscilla says, love, 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 love avocados. Johnny says no for him. Buddy says, moving on. I, it's so good, guys. To me, you know what? 
to mention avocado and breakfast in the same sentence. Look, I knew. That's I blasphemy. Knew. I knew. That's blasphemy. I knew, but those of you who are avocado fans, like, we're just going to put Kevin on pause for just a second. <laughs> avocado in the morning. Here's my favorite right now. Take avocado, mash it up, and then put sour cream in it with sriracha and then crumbled up bacon on top, and it's basically like eating a loaded baked potato, and it's amazing. So you'll thank me later. Let's just move on. I don't want to lose you. Stick with me. We're going we're gonna to be unified so here in a drawn. second. Um, number six. Everything bagels. Whenever pastor gets here, I'll have pastor's vote. Everything bagel is so good. And speaking of, Grayson just said avocado plus toast plus everything but the bagel seasoning is life-changing. Fact. It's so good. But the everything bagel is so good. Do you like everything bagels? I know you just lost it, but come back. Come yeah, back. I'm, Leave I'm the trying. avocado. Okay, coming back. Come back. Everything bagels. 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 Yeah, I'm down with some bagels. I'm down with some bagels. <laughs> Big, thick. Cream cheese on there, Ugh. ground pepper. I can mm -hmm. pass with the cream cheese. What? I'm not a cream cheese person. I'll, I'll I'll bake in it, but I don't I don't like cream cheese. Bacon? Yeah, totally bacon. Oh, what about some smoked salmon put on there? Yeah, <laughs> like I'll do eggs. I'll do it like an egg sandwich on an everything bagel, or yeah, I'll eat yeah, it plain. Yeah, yeah. But I don't want cream cheese. Yeah. Uh, Buddy says yes, ma'am. Grayson says there it is. Mm -hmm. uh, Vanessa says egg, egg everything. I don't. I don't know what that means. That means put egg on everything. Sure. Joni, uh, you're on it, doggone it. William, you've never had an everything bagel? You bet your bottom dollar I'm going to get some for the advance and we're going to change your life. Um, <laughs> Mama Chris says, I love bagels with butter and cream cheese. Johnny yes. says, cinnamon on cream cheese on a bagel. Okay, we've got some really good ideas coming. If y'all are hungry, um, here's good breakfast options. Number five, we're cracking into my top five. Here we go. Number five is coffee. Like, how, how can coffee not be on a list of breakfast? That's what I'm talking like, about. That's just, that's the least polarizing statement I could yeah. make about breakfast. Right. Coffee, coffee's a must. I'm pretty sure you're not having breakfast unless there's a cup of coffee on the table. It's just so pleasing to, like, have yeah. your breakfast, have a little cup of coffee. Like, it just, it makes me feel like a grown-up. Buddy, you're not breakfast. <laughs> Buddy says coffee isn't breakfast. Um, <laughs> coffee, I've definitely had coffee for breakfast before. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. um, yep. Buddy says coffee is a drink, so are smoothies. However, smoothies are not on this list because they don't bring me joy. Um, <laughs> Jade says, how is coffee all the way down at number five? It's a number one. William says, fun fact, coffee was the catalyst for the enlightenment in Europe. That's true. And I love that William is on. William, William brings me joy. Okay, number four. Dun, 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 dun. Okay, here's... Here's what I we're going to have a quick a quick conversation about okay, this. Okay. Scrambled eggs dry. You see okay. this picture? Yeah. Clearly the eggs have been super overcooked. Yeah. That's how well, I make my well done. very well done. Yeah. Can you put up the next picture? <clears throat> People that say that right. the right image is the correct way to have scrambled eggs, I don't understand. Yeah. Because that's disgusting to yeah. me. Yeah. Like, it's not, whoever made this graphic before I fixed it was wrong, in my opinion, because <laughs> the dry eggs are not meant to be runny. Scrambled eggs are not meant to be runny. They're yeah. meant to be dry. Yeah. The end, I'm off my soapbox. Yeah, no, I, I agree. You don't need to, <gasps> your eggs do not need to be wet. I'm yeah. so excited. Yeah. No matter if you have them, even if you have them fried. They should not be wet, personally. Yep. If I cut into it and something oozes out, I'm done. Yep. 
Absolutely. Step out. Whoa! I have Kevin and Buddy with me on this. Guys! Oh my word. So, did you feel the shift in the air? Like oh something my, happened? What was that? <laughs> I don't know, but eggs are apparently the unifier here on the broadcast, so I'm pretty excited. Mm. Um, Johnny, Johnny just used the term the OG. I was not prepared. Johnny says coffee is the OG energy drink. That's true. Uh, Priscilla <laughs> says burnt eggs is what I call it. Don't like runny eggs. Yeah. Yeah. Um, she also likes ketchup on her eggs. I've done that before. I'm a big fan mm. of that too. Um, when I would eat ketchup. Johnny says no runny eggs. Yes. Amen. And Buddy Amen. says that Jesus's prayer for unity was just an answered. And all it took was the egg, not the chicken. The chicken polarized us in the yeah, family chat, but the did. egg brought us together. That's correct. Um, okay, number three, Buddy, I'm sorry. Number three is not number one for me. Bacon. Bacon is number three. It's still in the top three. And not floppy bacon because that's not cooked bacon. That's just slivered pork like that's not it's not bacon <laughs> it's bacon because it's cooked um yes bacon so, for sure all right so i'm just happy that bacon made the list had bacon not made that's the list said too. <laughs> had bacon not made the list i'm telling you right now there would have been a murder um, in the newspaper reported tomorrow a, a figurative murder because we don't condone that here on the right. broadcast yeah. we're not we're not advocating that yeah um so yes um mama chris likes floppy bacon Blech. Uh, Will, I, I love you still, Mama Chris, though. <gasps> William says, what could top bacon? You'll find out for me. I'm excited me to find out what could top bacon. Mm -hmm. I want to know. Crispy bacon. I make bacon most days out of the week. Like, yeah. it's, it's often. Okay, yeah. number two. For me personally, number two. Here we go, here we go. Blueberry pancakes. <sighs> they are, look at, just look at that picture. Don't come back oh, to me goodness. yet. Look at that picture. That's blueberry pancakes with more blueberries, with blueberry syrups. Look at that. That looks like a dream. Again, I don't know how that qualifies as breakfast and muffins don't for me, but in my brain it makes sense. So blueberry pancakes. That was a beautiful stack. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that was mm -hmm. gorgeous. Um, not so much, uh, I love the blueberries. Not so much the blueberry syrup on top also, because I still have to have my maple. I'm, I'm a respecter yeah. of syrups. Yeah. Like, I'll have any. Yeah. William says, okay, that's actually fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Priscilla says that she likes Belgian waffles. Um, Mama Chris says blueberry. Anything gets her vote. Nice. Yes. nice. Okay, so we're about to bond really quickly. I'm going to be honest with you. This is what my number one is. It's probably not your number one, but it's for sure mine. Put it up there. So excited. Number one is... Hash browns, any way you got them. Shredded, cubed, weird format, I don't care. Boil them, mash them, put them in a stew, any way you can make me potatoes in the morning. The main girl in me is very, very fond of hash browns. I don't want onions in them, but I want the potatoes. I'm sorry. Scattered, smothered, chunked, and topped. That's mm -hmm. this guy. Mm -hmm. If you if you are a lover of uh, Waffle House, you know exactly what I'm talking that's, about. Yeah, that's true. I've only been there a couple times, but their hash browns are pretty pretty <sighs> solid. I it, every region has different forms right. of hash browns. Right. So down here in the south, if you order hash browns, you're going to get the shredded kind for the majority of it. Up north, hash browns are like the cubed version, mm -hmm. and then fast food places are the little like. McDonald's-y ones that were down there. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. I'm not a fan of those, actually. 
I, people are supporting this. Look at what's happening. Guys, food is our unifier wow, today. look at that. Marky's on board. Priscilla's on board. William says yes, 900 yes. 900% William? 9,000. Oh, nine, oh, I missed a zero. 9,000% wow. yes. Mama Chris says she only likes McDonald's hash browns, but they're still hash browns, so it counts. Yeah. Buddy's clapping. Guys, what a happy list today. <laughs> what a happy list. I'm so excited. Hallelujah. I, I like unity instead of you being angry with me so this makes me excited <laughs> These, we are of one accord it's what a great way to go into the word we're so happy to have y'all yeah. with us let me know if you think i missed anything like i know grits aren't on there but i don't i don't super love grits um but let me know if you guys think i missed anything else and we're going to hop into the word. We're going to keep talking about how to apply faith to win. It's going to be a good one. Take this time. Share the broadcast yes. if you haven't done it yet. Tell, like, Text your friend. Tell some people to watch. I know French toast isn't on there because I don't like it. It's mushy bread. Um, so that's where we're at. And now it's time to go into the word. Buddy's going to have to choose forgiveness and not offense, which is ironic considering our topic today. Hey. Share it. It's going to be good. And we're going to head over to myself and Buddy. See you guys. that we had such a great time on top 10. I'm not over the fact that you and I agreed with some of that. That rarely mm. happens. That makes me pleased. I'm not over the fact that you said French toast stinks. Look who brought <laughs> up an offense. Look who chose to meditate on it instead of casting his care on the Lord. Qu question. <laughs> Have you ever had French toast uh, crunch? Yes, now cereal? French toast sticks. French toast excellent. Sticks? What's the difference? The ratio of what's crispy to what's soggy. Like the sticks are crispier on the outside and it's okay. nice and bready on the inside, but just the bread is lots of sogginess. Like it's, I got you. Well, it's not bad. Yeah. I just, eh. Okay. I could pass it. Well, I'm Buddy Crabtree. I'm Barrett Nauer. <gasps> it's the right way. That's the mm -hmm. Lord. Go Jesus. Go Jesus. <laughs> well, guys, it's time for what's the word. It's true. That, that was my, my signal Your to hand, handing it over. <laughs> I was handing yeah. it over. <laughs> That's all I had to say. <laughs> Johnny told me I've had the wrong French toast. Guys, That's true. Make me French toast, like when I'm not. Please, doing keto. Johnny. Oh man, if just thinking could, about having Johnny's French toast, even if, though I've never had Johnny's French toast. If you could make me keto French toast, like I'd be pretty excited about that. Um, I don't, I don't know if there is keto French toast, but I. You can make keto bread. I believe you could do keto French toast somehow. I believe in Johnny. Um, if you're on right now, I want to know who's watching. Not just me. Buddy wants to, too, but I'm the one speaking. We want to know who's watching right now. Put in the comments uh, that you're on. Just say, I'm here, and I'm ready to receive. Yeah. Uh, Johnny says, done. So apparently French toast is happening. There's like this weird power that exists on camera, like where we've said things and they've like manifested. They manifest. Like we've mentioned brownies or baked goods and they've just appeared the next mm -hmm. day. Like it, 
the word the word works. <laughs> Believe you have received, and it will be yours. <laughs> Don't drop faith. Priscilla says that she's here ready to receive. Holly's ready to receive. Holly, I haven't seen you this whole time. I love you. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are hopping into how to apply faith to win. Mm -hmm. And today, well, today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. <laughs> <laughs> well, the title is step whatever step nine, we're on. Step nine, Eight, nine, colon, forgive. <laughs> That's why I said forgive. What's great is in the comments, Holly's like, where's my French toast, Johnny Shaver? <laughs> Holly Shaver says that to her husband, Johnny Shaver. Mm -hmm. We have been in a series of how to apply faith to win. And this, yep. like Buddy said, this is part nine, I think. That's what you said. Well, it is yeah. what I said. Um, but I think it's part nine. Do you have the list on your phone <clears throat> or no. is it on your computer? It's on my computer. We have gone through tons and tons of different steps. Mm -hmm. And... This is why it's so important to watch this because the word just builds on top of itself. Yeah. You know, if you haven't had a chance to watch Monday or Tuesday's broadcast yet, then I would definitely take the time, go back and watch it yeah. because literally the word of God just stacks on top of itself. Like it's yeah. not like it's flat. The word of God is never flat. Mm -hmm. Like the word always yeah. just gets deeper and richer and yeah. bigger and so today we're just going to be adding on to that. Today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Yes, yes. Or forgive, you know, command. It's whichever way. Forgive. Boom. Um, <laughs> well, I, honestly, though, because this, the, out of everything else on this list, a lot of the other parts, like, yeah. you can kind of see how they fit, you know. This one almost feel like it, it can easily feel like it's like the oddball. Yeah. You know, like forgive. What does that have to do with my faith? Sure. You know, like isn't my faith just between me and God? Sure. You know, and obviously like that's true. But I don't think many of us recognize that how we treat others reveals how effective our relationship with God is. Yeah. You know, you can put that in the comments. I guess that's pretty good. Uh, how I treat others reveals... Uh, What's the best way to say that? How I treat others reveals my relationship with God. Yeah. yeah. Um, it, it, it's literally an outward manifestation of your, of your revelation of the goodness of God. If you understand the goodness of God, yeah. it'll flow out of you. If you marinate in the goodness of God, God's will for the people around you will yeah. manifest through you. Yeah. You know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. So if I'm walking in the fullness of faith, hope, and love... You know, if I'm walking in the full manifestation of my inheritance in Christ, if he's in me, then then that's going to overflow out of me yeah. to the people around me because he's going to be then pulling me and drawing me to lo to love people, you know, the way that he loved me. Yeah. Well, go ahead and put in the comments. We're going to go to Matthew 11 verses 25 and 26. Mark 11. Mark 11. Yep. It's the other MA one. Um, <laughs> I don't know what it is when you and I are on here, like references and then finding things in the Bible are super interesting. Like the was last it? time we did it. Oh, and we when couldn't we... find Nehemiah. That was, that was fun. <laughs> Mark 11, 25 and 26 says, whenever you stand praying, forgive. Mm -hmm. The end. 
<laughs> I mean, it's not the end, but that, that alone should be enough. Whenever you stand praying, forgive. God tells us to. Yeah. If you have anything against anyone, so that your Father who is in heaven will also forgive you your transgressions. But if you do not forgive, neither will your Father who is in heaven forgive your transgressions. And it's so true. Like when you were, when what you just said about our level of being able to forgive somebody reflects our, our intimacy with the Lord. You know, if we're holding something against somebody, then we're, we're genuinely saying, God, I'm not going to forgive them, even though you forgave them. Like my offense what they did to me is worse than what they did to you. Like, yeah. and it's really placing ourselves in a position higher than Jesus. Yeah. Because think of it, Jesus, it, the word tells us that Jesus was sent when we were his enemies. Mm. And what happened when Jesus was here on the earth? He came, he mm. like, he led, he taught, he performed miracles. Like he healed the sick, he cleansed yeah. the lepers. He was a great great man of faith here on the earth. He was a prophet. And then they crucified him Uh just because of ignorance and fear and the spirit of religion. Like, so the very people that Jesus was sent to decided to turn their back on him, Uh crucify him, persecute him, Uh murdered him. And yet Jesus, that same Jesus has forgiven them. Like took the sins of every single person in the world, let those sins die with him mm-hmm. and then rose. And in John three verse 17, it says, I'm going to turn there because it's one of my favorites. And I know John three sixteen is great, but John three seventeen is just as important. Yeah. John three sixteen says for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Verse 17 for God did not send the world, did not send the son into the world to judge the world, but so that the world might be saved through him. If anybody yeah. had reason to be offended, it was Jesus. Yeah. If anybody had reason to judge, it was Jesus. Yeah. And yet Jesus says, I forgive you. Mm-hmm. I've cleansed you. Yeah. And not only have I forgiven and cleansed you, I'm going to stand up with the father mm-hmm. and I'm going to intercede on your behalf. I'm mm-hmm. going to be that mediator. I'm going to mm-hmm. be the intercessor. Yeah. I'm going to be your advocate before the Lord. Yeah. If anybody could be offended, it was him. And mm-hmm. yet Jesus chose to not be, he chose to forgive. Yeah. He chose to walk in that. So if we say, well, you just don't know what Jim Bob did to me. And you don't know what my cousin Sally did. And you don't know what my father's done. You don't know what my mom has done. You don't know mm. what my husband, my wife, you don't know. Mm. I don't know, yeah. but I know that there was one who had all the sin of the world placed on him. And he still chose to forgive the very ones who were killing him. Yeah. I've never been in that position. Nothing I've ever faced has been higher than that. Yeah. Well, forgiveness is one of the highest forms of faith. Yeah. You know, forgiveness, literally, it, it, like, it, well, I mean, you look at Mark 11, what we just quoted. What's the context of in whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive them. Faith. What, what's the context? Yeah. Right, literally, uh, right, the, right before that is when Jesus said, have the faith of God. We were talking about this yesterday. We yeah. were going through, we probably quoted this at least once every single time, you know, um, have the faith of God or have faith in God. For surely I say to you, whoever says to this mountain, be removed and be cast in the sea and does not doubt in his heart, but believes that those things, which he says will be done. Uh, he will have whatever he says. Therefore I say to you, whatever you ask, when you pray, believe you received them and you will have them and 
whenever you stand praying. Yeah. For, forgive if you have anything against anyone that your father in heaven may also. So it's all in the same thing. Yeah. That's, wh- that's why we're, you know, in this how to apply faith to win. That's why, that's why we're talking about forgiveness because yeah. forgiveness is a, one of the highest forms of faith. Yeah. Because, because you know, for, if we're willing to forgive someone who's harmed us or hurt us or done something completely straight out wicked against us, sure. forgiveness is me saying, God, I trust you to be able to do to, to be able to work this out for my good. Yeah. God, I trust you. And I'm going to put this whole thing in your hands because unforgiveness is, is basically when we just take it, take our offenses ourselves and say, yeah. it's my job to avenge myself. It's my job to work this out. Or it's my job to just, to just worry about this for the rest of my life. Yeah. You know, that's what unforgiveness does. Unfor- unforgiveness is, is taking from the one who says vengeance is mine. I will repay yeah. and, and trying to put it upon ourselves. Which let's be let's be honest for a moment, uh, you know I'm not I'm not a good avenger, you know like I can't I can't avenge myself, um, you know I'm not Captain America or anything like that. But if God said vengeance is mine, I will repay. M- more than that, you know what if God chose to forgive that person? Mm-hmm. You know, all of a sudden now we feel like God's our enemy because we're we don't have the heart of forgiveness towards yeah. that person. Forgiveness is one of the highest forms of faith. Yeah, forgiveness is literally. It's, it's, I trust God enough to where, you know, I can be like, like Paul said, content in whatever circumstance, like my, my faith in my God is not, is not hindered or, or corrupted by what, what a person has done to me in the past. That's what faith looks like. That's what faith does. And that's why forgiveness is so interwoven into faith, but we, but we're not really taught that as much. Yeah. Well, I mean, it says here that if you do not forgive, your father won't forgive you. Mm-hmm. Like if we're not choosing to walk in forgiveness, we're not then able to receive forgiveness from mm-hmm. the father. Yeah. And we're called to walk in forgiveness. Mm-hmm. That's what we're called to do. But, you know, you you started this off by talking about how it reveals our intimacy with the Lord. Mm-hmm. Forgiveness is a commandment. Yeah, like we're, we're commanded command. by Jesus to forgive. Yeah. And so when we're not forgiving somebody, it's searing our conscience. And what that means, like, have you ever, have you ever taken something hot? What's something that gets seared? What's like a uh, steak? What's something that, uh, sure. When you <laughs> steal, no, I, I don't want to use steak. That's not one of but steak is good. Yep, but that's not what I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, like when you sear off a blood vessel or something like that, like uh, if that like blood vessel is seared off. Cauterize it. When you cauterize it, yeah. Then you're cutting off, you're cutting off its ability to flow to other places. Like you're stopping it. So if you're searing your conscience, then mm. what you're doing is you're cutting off God's ability to talk mm. to you. Yeah. You're cutting off your ability to talk to God mm-hmm. because you're, you're, putting something in between your relationship with him that doesn't need to be there. Mm -hmm. So when we are choosing to be in unforgiveness, then we sear off our ability to be in intimacy with him. And what it, what it does is it affects our faith because then we go to pray and our prayers don't get answered. Then we go to hear from God and we can't hear from him. And it's like, what's this blockage Mm -hmm. that I can't hear? I was listening to pastor Tracy this morning. Um, and the message that pastor was telling us about last night, Sunday's message at harvest international ministries was excellent. Go back and listen to it. But he said, pastor Tracy said this phrase, lack of integrity 
or you could say it this way, you know, searing your conscience, lack of integrity will mark you in the day when you need to have your strongest faith. Like it'll prevent you from being able to walk in faith. So when we walk in having a seared conscience, our faith will not work because we're not able to get to God and he's not able to get to us. It's a wall. And we're putting up a wall between us and the father that Jesus literally destroyed. We're then rebuilding something that Jesus came to destroy. Mm -hmm. We're choosing to rebuild it. Yeah. Yeah. Unforgiveness is, is basically just like forgiveness is one of the highest forms of faith. Unforgiveness is one of the highest evidences of doubt. Yeah. You know, you're doubting, like, I don't know why I keep getting back to this, but you're doubting God's ability to do something about yeah. the situation. You know, God, you don't understand. Do you know what they did to me? You're, yeah. I mean, if anyone can understand, it's Jesus, you know, yeah. who, while he was hanging on the cross, said, Father, forgive them. Yeah. For they don't know what they're doing, you yeah. know. Um, like, but, but when we get to a point where we, where we can't let, I mean, everything that we've been talking about rolling off, you know, the weight, like rolling the weight onto God, like unfor unforgiveness is choosing to carry that weight, yeah. you know, but forgiveness is we're rolling it onto God and saying, God, I trust you, you know, you, you like God, I trust you to, to develop me and strengthen me, you know, to give me the strength to, to, to stand up. God, I trust you to work this out. Yeah. You know, uh, God, I trust you to, um, forgive them. I trust yeah. you to, um, to change their life, you yeah. know? Like that, that's what forgiveness will do. Unforgiveness will just hinder it. Yeah. It'll only hinder because, because it's not rooted in, in God's love. I yeah. mean, you read in first John, um, I believe it's first John chapter three. I could be wrong. Let's see how long it takes us to get there. I'm just kidding. Um, You're going to beat me cause I'm going to, yeah, place. I'm already there. <laughs> um, By this we know love, because he laid down his life for us, and we ought to lay down our lives for our brethren. Um, verse 18, my little children, let us not love in word and tongue, but in deed and truth. And by this we know that we, that we are of the truth, uh, and shall assure our hearts before him. Um, and that's kind of talking about the conscience a little bit. But, I, but at some point in here, um, oh, here it is, verse 16. And we know that we have believed the love that God has for us. God is love, and he who abides in love abides in God. Love has been perfected among us in this, that we have the boldness, you know, and then he just goes on. There's no fear in love. Perfect love casts out fear. Unforgiveness is rooted in fear. Yeah. But, um, you know, uh, beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And everyone who loves is born of God. He who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Um, and then, and then he just keeps talking about what Jesus did. So if we have a revelation of what Jesus did in us by forgiving us and setting us free that we, we like, and Jesus is in us, you know, if we know love, if we know God and what is love, love is a choice and a commitment to unconditional giving. Mm -hmm. So the unconditional giving at the leading of the Lord. So unconditional means it doesn't matter how people have hurt me in the past. It doesn't matter what yeah. people have done to me in the past. It doesn't matter what people have said to me in the past. Yeah. Unconditional giving is I'm going to choose to commit to, to, to unity. Yeah. You know, the Bible says, 
uh, as much as it depends on you, be at peace with all men. Yeah. You know, so you know whatever somebody else does, if they're refusing to be at peace with me, that's fine. But you know, as much as it depends on me, I'm going to make that effort. You yeah. know, because that's what Jesus did. Yeah. You know, as much as I resisted Him, He still made the effort. He still died for me. And because of that, if I if Christ is truly living in me, and if I know love and I, I know God, that's going to be what flows out of me. Yeah. Well, and what is love? Like we talked about this yesterday, First mm. Corinthians thirteen. That's known as the love chapter, and it's yeah. very commonly, you know, <laughs> taught during weddings a lot of time. Mm-hmm. But it's so easy to read through the list. But let's go to First Corinthians thirteen and go to verse five. So it's talking about love is patient. Love is kind. Verse five says, love does not act unbecomingly. Mm -hmm. Love does not seek its own. Love is not Mm -hmm. provoked. Love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Love does not keep an account of those things. And what is our job here on the earth? We're Mm -hmm. called to be ministers of reconciliation. Yeah reconciling something that means that you're bringing all accounts to even Mm -hmm. you're not holding anything back you know if somebody's owing you five dollars when you reconcile that thing you're erasing their debt so we're to be ministers of reconciliation not just with the lost but with people we know which means i can't hold on to a wrong that somebody's done to me and and still be like God. Mm-hmm. I can't. Like, yeah. I cannot do that. You know, mm-hmm. whose nature am I operating in? Jesus yeah. came to seek and save that which was lost. Satan is the accuser of the brethren. Yeah. When I'm holding on to accusations, when I'm holding on to offense, you know, Jesus has already chosen to forgive that thing that I am still choosing Mm -hmm. on whether or not I'm going to hand over to him. So when I say, but Jesus, look at what Joe Schmo did to me. He's like, I already forgave him. Are you going to forgive him? I've already done it. Are you going to do it? Mm. We're being the accuser of our brethren to Jesus, whether they love the Lord or not, it doesn't matter. Jesus has already forgiven the world, the world. Think about the person that your flesh is like the least. Jesus has already forgiven them. The person that's hurt me the most in the world, Jesus Mm. has already forgiven them. And I need to step into the place where I'm not going to be the accuser of the brethren. Mm. I'm going to be the forgiver who goes to seek and save that which was lost. Because chances are the person who hurt me doesn't even realize. Like Mm. I'm thinking of glass house time this morning at prayer i had some forgiving that i needed to do the lord brought it up to me this morning and i didn't i knew part of it like i i was i was working through something but part i didn't know so i'm in prayer and the lord brings it up to me and as he does i realize there's a heart that i haven't given to jesus yet mm-hmm. like there's a heart that i need and As I'm praying, I'm asking God, God, help me. I don't want to be the accuser anymore. I don't want to remember that this happened. Mm -hmm. I want to be like you are. And you cast sin as far as the east is from the west. You remember sin no longer. You cleanse the leper. You cleanse us white as snow. So I want my memory of this person to be white as snow. Mm -hmm. I want my heart toward this person to be white as snow. Help me to be that way. And as soon as I prayed, the grace of God came in. And 
all of a sudden that hurt that was there, it was just like he closed it up. Mm-hmm. It, like imagine a whole, Jesus came and filled it in. Not that I was, you know, I had right and reasoning to, to maybe be upset logically in the world, but I wasn't able to truly be with the Lord until I dealt with that thing. Mm-hmm. Until I asked Jesus, I need your help because he loves them so much more. So much more. And when we step into fear and we step into doubt, then we're not believing the best in people. You know, I, a lot of times with offense, it's, well, I'll forgive, but I won't forget. That's demonic. Mm -hmm. Like that's not the Lord. The Lord forgives and the Lord forgets. Yeah. He forgets. And when we retain memory of when P and I'm very much speaking to myself right now, when we Mm. retain memory of a wrong suffered, then we're not being the Bible. We're not being Jesus. Jesus did not retain yeah. a wrong suffer. Jesus knew mm-hmm. that Judas was going to be Judas, he, that yeah. he was going to do what he did. And he still loved him and served him. Yeah. Yeah. What point do, what reason do I have to retain an offense? Yeah. Yeah. No, uh, pride. Yeah. For you sure. Um, that's really the only reason, you know, and, and you'll hear people like who go around and just sh- talk about their offenses all the time. Well, yeah. you know, that. And it can lead into gossip. Well, you know, this place, this person, you know, um, this church, mm-hmm. you know, like pe- people will go around for years carrying offenses without even recognizing it. Yeah. You know, like, and, and it's something that we need to learn to, to roll it over onto God, which we've talked about before, yeah. to, to not carry that weight. How do we not carry that weight? Cast your cares on the Lord for he cares for you. Yeah. You know, and here, here's the best part about it, you know. The Holy Spirit, God, he has the power to forget. Yeah. You know, and, and I used to believe, you know, that, that, uh, you know, I used to like believe, man, I wish God gave me that ability, you know, to, to forget. Uh, he did. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that spirit is in us to forget that that spirit with is within us to, to be to get, come to a point where we're so at rest with God, where we're so, you know, in tune with him, like uh, that, that we're able to actually take it to the Lord and say, God, it's yours now. Yeah. I choose to give it up. I'm not going to think about it anymore. See, the reason we remember things is because we k- keep thinking about them. Mm-hmm. That's the only reason we remember things, yeah. you know, but when we truly give something to God and we enter into a place of rest and we have faith that we, that we have received that rest, yeah. We're not going to think about it anymore. We're not going to, you know, whatever's good, noble, praiseworthy, yes. dwell on these things. Yes. You know, like uh, you, 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 if you talk to someone about like something that happened 40 years ago, you know, it, I mean, offenses are, I guess I was going to try to think of some illustration, but offenses are the best, you know, it's an illustration in itself. Like you were just saying, like you, you could have something against someone that they don't even recognize that they did. Why? Cause they're not sitting there thinking about it every second of every yeah. day. You know, um, if I'm sitting there thinking about it all the time, I'm going to be remembering it and it's going to be fresh in my memory, Yeah. you know? And it's not even necessarily going to be accurate. Yeah. Like pastors, was, oh, go. Sorry. No, I was actually just getting into that. There's so sorry. unity, but, but go for it. No, I was just going to say pastor has taught before mm. on how, 
when we remember something, we're not remembering how it actually was. We're remembering it based on the last time we remembered it. Mm -hmm. So just like I caught a fish this big and then the next time you tell the story, well, I caught the fish this big. Oh, mm -hmm. I caught a fish and it was, yeah. that thing will keep growing. Yeah. When you remember something, like likely it's not anywhere near close to what actually yeah. happened the first time. So you, it can grow. Yeah, you actually remember the last time you remembered yes. it. Yes. So like as time goes on, you know, it, it expands or it yeah. shifts or it changes. Yeah. You know, that's why you ask a married couple who's been married 50 years, what was your first date? <laughs> you know, like it's, it's over time. Like it's like they have two different ideas of what their first date date was. Yeah. But my, my mom put in the comments, forgiveness is a choice. Here's, yeah. here's, here's the reality. All right. You cannot, like, we are in this world, in this world, you will face troubles, but take right. heart. I, I've overcome the world. That's what Jesus said. People will, will do things offensively against you. Sure. Right? Sure. But it's up to you whether you choose to hold on to the offense. Yeah. You know, people will offend you, but it's up to you whether you're going to take a hold of that yeah. offense. You know, whether you're going to hold on to it. You know, people will sin against you, but you have a choice whether or not you're going to hold on to it or let it go. Let it go. You have a choice. Yeah. Like, that, that's, a, that's a great comment that my mom put in. You can yeah. put it in there. Uh, put put it in the comments. Forgiveness is a choice. Now you now now here's the thing. That doesn't mean when someone comes does something wicked against us uh, that we're not going to feel it. Sure. You know, but we're not led by feelings. Sure. We're not going. It's. I'm not saying you'll never feel hurt another day in your life. You'll probably feel hurt. You know, at some point. But you know, it, that's where you have to choose. Am I going to put my faith in God? You yeah. know, who says vengeance is mine? You know, am I yeah. going to put my faith in the God who's, who has a, who, who loves them far more than I love my wife? Yeah. You know, you know, you know, am I going to, am I going to choose to be like Jesus and say, Father, forgive them? Yeah. You know, they probably don't know what they're doing. They're probably having a hard time, you know, hurt people, hurt people, you know, just God, God bless them. Yeah. I've learned the best thing to do for people that have hurt me is to pray for them 100%. and to give to them, 100%. you know, like like not just not just pr like and let's be real we're not talking about lord let them suck less that's not the prayer that we're talking about but if that's like the bare minimum that you can give to them what <laughs> i just appreciated that <laughs> like like pray for them yeah pr that's what jesus said pray for those who persecute you love those who hurt you pray for them that, that yeah. that's what we're called to do yeah so when we pray for them we're not just praying that god changes them we're praying god change my heart yeah and, that, and the, these are the two things that I've learned helps me, helps me to forgive people quickly is I pray for them and then I give to them, Yeah. you know? Um, so, so like if their birthday is coming up or just out of nowhere, I'll give them a blessing, you know, something that I know that they don't, des in my mind, they don't deserve, yeah. but that, but that changes something in my heart. I know I don't feel like doing this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because this is going to help change my heart, you know, because there's something that happens. It's more blessed to give than to receive. Right. There's a blessing on that. Not, say, not saying, you know, I, I, that, that's, that's the things that I've found helps me. Yeah. But, but here's the thing. Uh, the dangers of unforgiveness is, is seen all throughout Scripture. When Jesus gave us the Lord's Prayer, you know, the model prayer in, Ma in Matthew 6, he, uh, he ends it with, he ends it, well, verse 12, Matthew 6, 12, forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors, or forgive our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Um, Lead us not into temptation, deliver us from evil, for yours is the kingdom, power, and glory forever. Amen. 
And the only thing that he, that he teaches after that is, for if you forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you do not forgive men their trespasses, neither will your Father forgive your trespasses. Like yeah. that's the only thing at, at the end of the Lord's Prayer that he clarifies. Two witnesses. Yeah, two witnesses, two different times that Jesus said the same thing. So it, it's important for us to understand that. And, and not too long before that, I know you have something. Yeah, you're good. But not too long before that, he, Jesus was talking about murder in Matthew 5, 21. He says, you have heard that it was said uh, to those of old, you shall not murder, for whoever murders will be danger, in danger of judgment. But I say to you, whoever is angry with his brother without cause shall be in danger of judgment. Now, we're not necessarily talking about without cause. There might yeah. be a cause. You know, in that, but he said, but he goes on to say this, you know, whoever says to his brother Raka shall be in danger of the council, but whoever says you fool shall be in danger of hellfire. Therefore, hear this. So, so now he's, now he jumps into to, to the offering. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar and remember that, that your brother has something against you, leave your gift there before the altar and go on your way. First be reconciled with your brother and yeah. then come and offer your gift. He's saying if there's something in your heart that's not right between you, you and another, you see how much God cares about unity. Yeah. If there's something in your heart that's not right with her brother, don't even give the offering yet. Right. Wait, put the offering down. Go be reconciled before or else y- y- you wonder, you know, if I give all I have to the poor, but I have not love. Yeah. I gain nothing. Yeah. So I can have the greatest offering in the world, but if I'm not operating in a spirit of love, you know, in unity and forgiveness with yeah. someone else, that has the ability to actually uh, cause my seed to fall in, in, into unproductive ground yeah. or, or it keeps me from reaping the harvest right. because I can, if I don't have love, I gain nothing. Yeah. So he's saying, wait, be, first be reconciled with your brother before you put that offering in the bucket. Yeah. Side note, I was not doing this as a cue to finish up. I just realized that that's totally how it could have come across. Like, I didn't even notice you did that. Um, so what, what comes up to me is, you know, there are two different people <laughs> in the world. There are those who are lost, who don't know Jesus, and there are those who know the Lord, and we are part of the body of Christ with them. Mm-hmm. The people who don't know Jesus, <laughs> but he threw a bottle off screen, and it was pretty funny. Um, the people who don't know Jesus, they can't, like, we can't hold them accountable. Mm -hmm. They don't know any better. They can't love because they don't know any differently. They don't know love. They don't know love. They don't know God. They, so they can't be like God. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to give two examples. Again, I'm, I always will use myself if I've done it wrong and if the Lord's shown me things that I can think of the two people in my life that I had held the most unforgiveness toward that it felt really challenging to forgive. The first one is someone who doesn't know the Lord and I allowed hurt to come in with different things that they'd done. And it really wasn't until a few years ago that I got revelation of they don't know any better. Like they were not intentionally trying to hurt me. They didn't know any better. They Mm -hmm. couldn't be what I wanted them to be or what I even needed them to be because Mm -hmm. they they had no source to draw from. So me holding an offense against that person and assuming that I was in the right for, well, they should know better 
How could they know better? They haven't yeah. been taught. How could they do differently? Mm -hmm. They're acting as their yeah. nature would act. They don't yeah. have anything else to fall back on. And if I'm being offended and I'm holding on to offense and unforgiveness, then what I'm doing is I was blocking my ability to minister to that person and I was hurting my witness with them. That's and true. I did hurt my witness with them. Mm -hmm. And I've gone well. to the Lord and it was the thing that Satan tried the most to accuse me of. Mm -hmm. For, for years, like I was petrified of ministering because I thought at some point that relationship would come up and be like, Hey, do you know this? Do you know how you messed it up over this many years? And I had to receive forgiveness, yeah. but I couldn't for receive forgiveness on it until I truly forgave that person. Yeah. Like I'd try and I'd, I'd cast my care and I'd be like, Lord, I receive your forgiveness, but then I'd, I'd still be ticked off. Yeah. And so it wasn't until about four or five years ago that the Lord really started to do a work. And I'm like, I choose to forgive them. They don't know any better. They were acting ignorantly. Mm -hmm. And the moment I did that, I could then receive the Lord's forgiveness. And then I was able to minister and yeah. with a faith and a boldness and a confidence that I didn't have before yeah. because I'd allowed myself to be forgiven. Yeah. So that's on the one side with a person who doesn't know the Lord, but then on the other side with a person who does know the Lord, it started off with them. So my dad and I, my parents got divorced when they were younger and my dad, I had a lot of resentment that I carried toward him. And for years, like we're talking almost a decade, if not a decade, but I don't think it was quite a decade for almost a decade. Like I had all this unforgiveness toward him and I just, I was upset. I was angry. Anytime he'd come around, I just, I wouldn't want, I wouldn't want to talk to him. Like just mm -hmm. all this unforgiveness mm -hmm. of things that I thought he should have done differently and whatever. And I was, I was so offended and not forgiving. And one day much early, I, I was going to say much earlier, but I said almost a decade. So it's not like it was instant revelation. Yeah. Um, but there was one day years ago, I think right around the time when I moved here, I'm like, I, I don't want to hold, like, I'm tired of this. I'm tired mm -hmm. of this. And I, I'm going to, I'm going to let it go. God, I forgive mm -hmm. anything you may have done wrong. I choose to forgive. And my dad at that point didn't know the Lord. Like he not really. Yeah. Um, and since I've been here, I've watched my dad, um, give his heart to Jesus. Mm -hmm. I've watched my dad, um, come to church. He was here in the first service that boomerang ever had in this really? building. He drove, uh, he was visiting family in Virginia and he f drove from Virginia to be here. The very first mm -hmm. service we ever had. Cool. Um, I was able to have a relationship with him because I allowed myself not only to forgive and receive forgiveness, but I allowed that blood flow yeah. to come back. You know, mm -hmm. talking about searing the conscience, it says in Ephesians 4, verse 16, but from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. You know, my dad... Now that, I mean, even before there was cause for him to fit in the body, but now that he loves the Lord, there's a supply there mm. that I wouldn't have received. I wouldn't be able to receive if I hadn't chosen to forgive him. Yeah. But now that I've chosen to forgive him, I can now receive from him in, in different ways and he can receive from me. Mm -hmm. And we're still walking out what that looks like because there was seed that I sowed that he sowed that we're now walking out. 
um, and figure out how to formulate a new relationship. But if I just chose to, I'm going to forgive, but I'm not going to forget, then I would never allow myself to be vulnerable. And so often offense causes you to cut yourself off from Mm. the person who caused you pain. Mm. But especially in the body of Christ, we can't do that. We Mm. can't like there's, I mean, there's instances and times, Mm. like I'm not saying you open yourself up to every person, Mm. but in the body of Christ, we, there's no spot for unforgiveness. There's no spot for offense. There's only unity in the body of Christ. That's what we're called to do is to be unified with the perfect Mm. love that binds us together. If, If buddy ticks me off someday, I have no right to hold an offense against him. I have right to cast that aside because I receive from buddy. Mm. And so when buddy ministers, if I choose to be offended with him, I'm not going to receive a single thing that comes out of his mouth. And there's a supply that I need to have from him. So Mm. it's my responsibility to cast that Mm. receive forgiveness. Not especially if they don't know, you don't need to take something to somebody who doesn't know that they did something wrong. What benefit would it be if buddy like blew his nose the wrong way. And I found it super irritating. And I went up to him and I'm like, I'm, I'm not going to be offended anymore, buddy. I want you to know that I forgive you for blowing your nose a really weird way. It was really loud, obnoxious, and it just threw off my concentration. Please forgive me. That's going to then lead him to have to forgive me because he then has to deal with a potential offense because I didn't know how to maturely deal with it. You don't need to go tell every single person every little thing that irritates you. That's immaturity. Mm -hmm. But forgiveness is between you and the Lord Mm -hmm. and then being obedient to whatever the Lord tells you. You don't need Mm -hmm. to go put all your information on blast. Receive forgiveness and then be led by him on what you do and how you communicate. Yeah. So last night in our Hebrews um, class, um, he was, uh, we were talking about, and, and I'll just jump into Hebrews chapter nine. Um, yeah, Hebrews chapter nine, verse 14, how much more shall the blood of Christ, uh, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot of spot to God, cleanse your conscience from yeah. dead works to serve the living God. Yeah. You know, if our con like we were talking about, like the seared conscience or just like even a corrupted conscience, yeah. like you're just. Like you were talking about how like you, there was like a little fear that what if this comes back up? What if this comes back yeah. up? That'll, that hinders us from being able to receive from God because yeah. how can we come boldly before the throne of grace if we're afraid? What's he going to think about this offense that I'm still holding? You know, if yeah. we're, you know, we're coming in with a seared or like just a corrupted conscience. So like there's always that fear and that'll hinder our faith that, that might lead to doubt because, you know, well, he might not answer because I'm still holding this, you know, right. just give it to God, right. you know, give it to him freely. Um, and his, the blood of Christ doesn't just cleanse your sins. It cleanses your conscience right. of that sin too. Yeah. It cleanses your conscience to where you're at a place where you're like, praise God. Now I don't have to focus and dwell on this because yeah. the blood of Jesus, I can apply the blood of Jesus to, to my conscience and to, and to the thinking, you know, holding every thought captive and making it submit and obey to Christ, you know? So if those thoughts come in, man, remember what they, cause there's times when like, when, something that happened years ago, the enemy will try to bring it up again. And, and I, I have to make my thoughts s- s- obey yeah. Christ, you yeah. know, wh- who says forgive your enemy. So I, I take that and I'm like, no, I'm not going to dwell on that yeah. anymore, you know, and I'm going to, and I'm going to forgive. Yeah. Here, here's, the, here's the thing, like forgiveness, forgiveness is one of the, the, the key things that separates us from the world. Yeah. Um, uh, That's good. Like I don't, I, you could put that in the comments. Forgiveness separates us from the world. 
Jesus said in, in Matthew chapter 5, I, I never, in these two pages that I have right here up in my Bible, Jesus talked, this is the, the Sermon on the Mount. Yep. How, I, I never really fully realized how much Jesus talked about this. But uh, G, Matthew 5, I'll, I'll just start at 43. You have heard it said, you shall love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say to you, love your enemies. Bless those who curse you. Do good to those who hate you. Pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Notice, like this is, like this, right there is the application for this whole thing. Yeah. You know, bless those who curse you. That I was talking about before, you know, how I learned what helps me is to give to them. You know, yeah. so so if there's someone you're like, God, I need help forgiving. Yeah. Bless them. That, that'll help. Uh, do good to those who hate you. You know, see how you can serve them. And pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. Hear this, that you may be sons of your Father in heaven. For he makes his son rise on the evil and on the good. He sends rain on the just and the unjust. For, hear this, this is is where the separation comes into play. For if you love those who love you, what reward have you? Don't even the tax collectors, or or essentially don't even the sinners do that? Uh, And if you greet your brethren only... What do you, what do you uh, more than, uh, if, and if you greet your brethren only, what do you do more than others? Do not even the tax, tax collectors do so. Therefore, and then he says this, therefore you shall be perfect yeah. or holy, yeah. even as your Father in heaven is holy. Yeah. What, what is holy? Separate. Yep. Uh, set apart. Different. Yep. So, if you, so here, here's the thing. If you want to tell if someone's worldly or godly, see how they, see how they treat the people who accuse them and persecute them and speak bad about them. That's how you'll be able to tell who the sons of God and who the... Yeah. Say it. Sons of the devil are. Yeah. Is how do I treat the people who, who accuse me? That, 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 that's, the, that's one of the greatest dividing lines, one of the greatest separating lines. Is how, do you treat the people, how do you treat the people who accuse you and persecute yeah. you? How do you treat the people that that disagree with you on your Facebook comments? Yeah. You know, do do you have to go through a, like a, an hour long dissertation with them, or do you just say, God, I know you got it? Where the Bible says, "Have no place in foolish or stupid arguments that lead to nothing." Yeah, which is every Facebook argument. Facts. Like, have have you ever one time seen seen a long Facebook argument that ends with one person saying, "You know what? You're right." <laughs> I I've never seen it. I've seen, I've read through a lot of them eating my popcorn, but I've never seen one end with someone saying, "You know what? You're right. Thank you for helping me understand this." Yeah. So have no place in foolish or stupid arguments that lead to nothing. That was Paul writing to Timothy. You know, we need to be careful that we don't jump into things um that we don't jump into, you know, arguments if we if we know that it's not going to bear fruit. Yeah. One one of the one of the things God showed me quickly when people started, you know, just coming against some things that I might have been posting, is he, he said, are, are they asking you a question to know or are they just telling you what to believe? For sure. And that question alone helped me get into, a, help, helped me avoid a lot of just unforgiveness, you know. Yeah. Why don't they understand? Why don't they know? What's wrong? You know, because division is always of the devil. Every time. Division is a sin. Yeah. And we, that's not a sin that we talk about that much. But division is a sin. Yep. And, and where is often division rooted from? It's unforgiveness. Yeah. And so, so there, if, we, if we're harboring unforgiveness, if we're causing division, then we're not walking in the fullness. Yeah. And that's going to hinder our faith every time. That's yeah. why, this is why forgiveness, forgiveness is such a key part of faith. 
is because, is because when we're walking in forgiveness, we're able to walk in the fullness of all yeah. that God has for us. When we choose volitionally, I'm not going to forgive. We're hintering and stunting our growth. You know, talking about giving, you know, I'm believing God for finances, but if we're holding on forgiveness, he's saying, don't even put the offering in the bucket until you get reconciled with your brother. Or as much as it depends on you, yeah. be at peace with all, all men. You yeah. know, are you seeking unity or, or are you seeking division? Uh, Mom said it, division is always of the devil. Yeah. It's truth. God, how Jesus prayed for unity. You know, I pray that as you and me are one, they will be one as well. And un, does unfor, pop quiz at the, as we wrap this up. Um, does division bring unity or does it bring division? Pop quiz, put it in the comments. It's true. It's, <laughs> the, I mean, it's, it's, not, it's not even... Wait, did I say does division bring unity? Unforgiveness. Does unforgiveness bring unity or division? I was with you. I yeah. know what it meant. You know what I mean. I did. It, division is always from the devil. And so mm. here's the thing. Let's, like, as I said, as we're wrapping up, like, I think that that's really the what's abundant. You can come back to me and buddy. I think that's really what's the what's abundance aspect of it is yeah. you, what you sow is never going to be blessed until you choose to walk in unforgiveness mm -hmm. or un no, until you choose to walk in forgiveness <laughs> and lay unforgiveness yeah. aside, you've got to let go of unforgiveness. You've mm -hmm. got to let that go. You've got to let go of offense. A dead person cannot take offense. And we died with Christ hundred yeah. percent Nisi. Like a dead person ha doesn't have their own opinions. Really a dead person can't respond. Pastor Nicole says it all the time. If you go down to the funeral home and you kick a corpse, are they going to kick back? No, because they're dead. I hope not. And we're and we're <laughs> dead with Christ. Yeah. You know, I've heard it said before. I don't get to have my own opinion. I mm. have Jesus's opinion. I mm. don't get to have my own responses. Mm. I have Jesus's response. Yeah. Pastor, I, again, in Pastor Tracy's message this morning, we're not supposed to just make Jesus a part of our life. Mm. We're called to give him our life. Yeah. And as we give him our life, we need to act like Jesus acted. We need to speak like mm -hmm. Jesus spoke. And so... What does this mean as we're walking into this last part? We're going to pray. But as we pray, how do you walk this out? You go to the Lord and you repent. Repent means you turn the other way. It doesn't, you know, there's a difference between worldly sadness and godly sorrow. Like there's a difference between watching this broadcast and feeling like, oh, you caught me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I've been in unforgiveness sorry about that. And then just walking on your merry way. Yeah. Godly sorrow leads to repentance and mm -hmm. repentance means yeah. that you turn the other way. So yeah. if he, as we've been talking, mm -hmm. the Lord's been convicting you and just like he did me this morning and bringing up, Hey, you've got, you've got yeah. to choose forgiveness here. Then go to the Lord. Yeah. And now here's what this means. This does not mean that you just blindly go back into relationship with somebody who like, that's not what I'm saying. Yeah. Like there's, there is God, godly wisdom. This mm. is where you have wise counsel in your life mm -hmm. and the Holy spirit and the Holy spirit for sure. Because Holy spirit will tell you how to interact with people. Mm -hmm. He'll say, this is how much you talk to them. This mm -hmm. is how much you don't yeah. talk to them. Well, Th this is the type of relationship. Well, David didn't just walk up to Saul after he threw three spears at him and say, yeah. I forgive you all as well. No, he's now. like, I'm going to run away now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, 
the Holy Spirit right. will help you and mm -hmm. your pastors can help you walk this out too. Yeah. So this isn't just to say, oh, things are happy and puppy mm -hmm. skipping, roses, yeah. whatever. Like I prayed and it's perfect. Mm -hmm. Like you can pray and you can receive that forgiveness and you can truly forgive them. Mm -hmm. But what that means is you just open yourself up to the Lord to lead you back into that relationship yeah. if he wants you to. There is some times where yeah. it's okay to kick the dust off, shake the dust off your feet and keep walking. Yeah. But that's not every time and it's not sure. the majority of times. Jesus came to build a bridge, mm -hmm. not to blow it up. And we're not called to blow up bridges between us and other people. Yeah. Like having all that stupid social media arguing, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. Are you building up the body of Christ or are you just fragmenting it that much more? Yeah. So expand. Expect God to bring healing. He's a God of restoration. God is always in the restoring business. Put that in the comments. God is always yeah. in the restoring business. So mm. there's no relationship that is too far gone yeah. for him to bring healing and restoration to. Mm. None. There's no relationship that's too far gone. But we've got to do our part. Yeah. We're not responsible for what the other people do. We're yeah. responsible for our end. And yeah. our end is God, I forgive. Yeah, as much as it depends on you. Yeah. Be at peace with all men. And yeah. I don't, I don't want to throw in one final Go nugget, but I'm Do throwing it. in one final nugget. Um, because the, if we feed on people's praise, their criticism will destroy us. Yeah. So we need to make sure, you know, it's the same thing, you know, we talked about a dead person. You walk up, yeah. you kick them, they're not going to respond. You yeah. walk up, you praise them and compliment them, they're not going to move. You yeah. Know? So like when that's people, good. when people are, are praising you, like that's good, you know, say God is good. I mean, all the goodness that you have is from God anyway. Sure. The only thing that, that they would ever be praising in you is the God that's in you. But, yeah. but we need to recognize that we can't feed on that. Yeah. Because if we feed on that and it makes us feel so good and so right, you know, I mean, how much of social media is we're, we're looking for that high of people praising us for, oh man, I just posted a really good one-liner today, you know, look at all these people liking it, you know, then whenever you post something and no one likes it or someone starts disagreeing with you, it crashes you because you're just looking for praise and now you're getting criticism. Mm -hmm. So, so uh, like be, being a dead person, you know, I, I, like I'm decreasing, Christ is increasing. You know, I'm just here to glorify Christ, not myself. And if I'm trying to glorify myself and people start coming against that, it's going to destroy me. And then I'm going to and then that's going to bring me to a place of unforgiveness. Yeah. So it's important that we don't feed off of people's praise so that when, whenever we do receive criticism, it's not going to destroy us. Because all I'm feeding on is the word of God. Yeah. All I'm feeding my food is to do the will of God. That, yeah. That's that's why we're here. That's why we're here anyway. Yeah. Yeah. That's well, good. And so we're going to go into a time of prayer mm. and I'd encourage you, like, I know that the Lord has been convicting people as we've been talking. I get, I get that. And this can be one of those things that can feel toe stepping, but here's, here's the question. Would you rather have the Lord step on your toes for a moment or never be able to hear his voice for the rest of your <laughs> life? Which would you rather? Step on my toes. Yeah. Break them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do whatever you need to do yeah. to get me to a place where I can be in intimacy with you. Yeah. And so I just encourage you just, if you have the ability to close your eyes in humility, then just close your eyes and just that person or that situation or whatever it's been today, choose to forgive, choose to let it go. 
And you may not think you can do it, but I know a God. Mm -hmm. We know a God who is able to do exceedingly abundantly beyond all you could ever ask or think. And with this, he's able to. And so just right now, just repeat and say, Lord, I repent, I repent for holding on for holding to, on offense to offense and for, not forgiving. and for not forgiving. And then just name that situation. Name the person. Name whatever it is. God, I need you. I need you. Help me forgive. Help me forgive. The same way you forgave me. The same way you forgave Help me forgive them. Help me forgive them. I release any offense. I release any and I receive your forgiveness. I receive your forgiveness. God, forgive me. God, forgive me. For being an accuser. For being an accuser. Thank you for changing me. Thank you for changing me. Into a minister. Into a minister. Of restoration. Of restoration. Lord. Lord. I love you. I love you. And I repent right now. I will not walk in unforgiveness. I will not walk in unforgiveness. And Jesus, I ask in your name to speak, breathe life into those relationships. Lord, breathe life into broken relationships between father and son, mother and daughter. Breathe life into marriages. Breathe life into friendships. Breathe life into relationships with bosses and employees. Breathe life into every broken thing, God. Breathe life. You are in the restoring business. So in the name of Jesus, we speak peace and grace over every relationship that is represented here. Peace be. Let your forgiveness come wherever these people are, Lord. Fill their homes, their jobs. Lord, let their faith work. Let it work as they choose to walk out on forgiveness. I ask right now in the mighty name of Jesus that relationships that have been broken for years, for years in the name of Jesus, let those things be supernaturally healed by the anointing. God, as your people choose to do their part and to walk in, a, in, in forgiveness, as they choose to be ministers who restore and reconcile, Lord, let your grace come to heal things that have for far too long been broken. Lord, let healing come. Let healing come. Jesus, help us heal every wound. Jesus, it's you and your anointing that's the healing balm. God, heal every wound. Fill those things in. Smooth out any pain. Let healing and peace come into every home. And let your people walk with a light and a life that is easy and is joyous because the weight of the world has been released in Jesus' name. Do you have anything? Amen. Amen. Well, we thank y'all for being on with us. As we said earlier, we did we basically did what's abundance unless you have more. No, well, see, right now, like if you prayed that with us, your heart's in the right place now. Yeah, for sure. You know, uh, you know, and and after this broadcast, if you need to like whatever you need to do to bring reconciliation, yeah. to bless somebody, to to pray for somebody, take some time to do that. But 
you know, obviously, you know, this broadcast, we offer it to you freely. This yeah. is our free gift to you. We love you guys, and we just want to pour into you. Um, but if God's putting it on, on your heart to sow into this ministry, to sow into this broadcast, uh, we, we uh, you know, God-led pastor, you know, we, we want to give you that opportunity yeah. every broadcast. So if you're on Facebook, you can comment hashtag donate in the amount that you would like to give. Um, or if you're, you'd like to give any other way, you can always go to GiveBC, GiveBC.org, and you can also give there. Yeah. But you just be led. Be led, yeah. Yeah. As the Lord leads you. Yeah. It's free. It's for you. And so mm. just today, let the Lord lead you. Yeah. You know, if he tells you to reach out to somebody, reach out to them. Mm-hmm. If he tells you to pray, then pray. Yeah. If he just wanted you to repent to him and then you get to walk and, and then do it. Yeah. Just be obedient. Yeah. But your faith is now in the place where when you pray, things will happen. Yeah. Because well, you're not holding alt against somebody. Yeah, sorry. I just no, you're fine. Uh, well, we mentioned the, the verse, you know, uh, 1 Corinthians 13, 3. If I give all I have to the poor, but I have not love, I gain nothing. But if I give all I have or if I give it in love, I gain. You know, if I give in love, I gain. Put that in the comments. If I give in love, I gain. Yeah. Um, that, that's how it works. That's how yeah. it operates. So, uh, so if you want to, if, if you're like, as Christ is in you, as Christ is dwelling in you, you know, the Bible says, as you purpose in your heart, we already talked about that. Uh, yeah. As you give in love, you will gain. Whatever a man sows, that he will reap. Yeah. So, so we're believing for, for, for those who, who God puts on their hearts. I know some people have already given you know, probably in faith that they're going to receive something. Amen. Um, you know, we're going to just pray real quick for a blessing yeah. on, on, on every gift given, um, on every seed sown on this, and God's going to bless it. Amen. So, Father God, right now, in Jesus' name, we pray over every seed yeah. sown. Thank God, you. I thank you that every gift that is given in love, every yeah. seed that is sown in love, yeah, thank you, there Lord. will be a gain, there yes. will be a profit, there will be a harvest. Thank you, God. So Father God, I thank you, God, for all that you've done in their lives. God, I thank yeah. you for all the revelation that you've brought to thank them. Thank you. And God, right now, for those who, who, have, who have stuck to this point, God, I pray a special blessing, yes. God, a special peace, God, a supernatural, yeah. God, I pray for supernatural uh supernatural unity that comes in the homes of the people that that are watching right now. God, supernatural unity between parents and children. Supernatural unity between spouses. Supernatural unity between siblings, God. Supernatural unity in Jesus' name. We're declaring it. God, we're we're believing for it, and we know if we believe we have received, it will be ours. So, Father, I thank you, God, that there will be testimonies, God, of broken marriages being mended because they have chosen to take off offense and to put on hope and to put on joy. Father, I thank you that as we take off these offenses and we put on hope, Father, I thank you, God, that that you will begin to bring restoration. God, that you will bring, that you will continue to bring restoration. And God, that that marriages will be better than ever before, God. And I thank you that that blessing is for anyone who will receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, guys, thank you so much for being on with us today. We have another brand new episode for you tomorrow at 1130 here on the broadcast. Share this broadcast. This broadcast is going to help somebody that you know. So take the time, share the broadcast, and we'll be back tomorrow with a brand new Will It Bake Right, and it's going to be so good. Is it? Do you know what it is? I don't know what it is. It's always a surprise. That was by faith. I was going to say that was faith. That was by faith.
<laughs> we thank you for being on with us. We'll see you tomorrow, 11.30 a.m. We love you very much, and have a great rest of your day.